your friend Karen brings her potato salad to your cookout. Uh-oh, T'Challa. I think I'm getting the hang of this. Before I answer, a few questions. This woman, Karen, she is Caucasian, eh? Yes. And she has her own recipe for potato salad, eh? Yeah, yeah. Ah, I understand. It is noble that she would volunteer to cook for everyone. And although I have never had potato salad... Of course. I sense that this white woman does not season her food. That's right. And, and if she does, it is only with a tiny bit of salt. That's exactly right. Yeah. And no paprika. No paprika, no. And she will probably add something unnecessary like raisins. I know, right? So, something tells me that I should say... Say it! Oh, hell no, nah, Karen. Keep your brand ass potato salad to yourself. Alright, episode two. Turn me up podcast. We back. Um it's me, Jesus 216. Alongside of me. Shell Love. Snooty. Snooty kicking in. Shell Love kicking in. Pete Whiskey. We don't know where the nigga at. He went MI for a hot second, so. Uh we gonna start off by saying R.I.P. Chadwick Bozeman. Man. Wakanda forever. We um everybody was definitely saddened by the news, so it was a it was a it was tough. It was unexpected, nobody knew, so it was so crazy how first of all I think it's dope that his circle just kept it all to themselves. Like it was no mm-hmm. chit chat about it, no none of that stuff so that was amazing. But it's so sad, like he was so much to so many people. So, I have a question for you guys. How are you guys as black men taking all of these losses that 2020 is bringing? Not a fan. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to lie, this shit sucks. Um, so many heroes for our generation and the younger generation have been affected. Like, Kobe wasn't that much older than us, but niggas looked up to Kobe Bryant. Like, he was fresh out of high school. Right. Basketball player. Nigga, on my we should, like. Inspired generations. Mm-hmm. And then you have our kids and younger kids, you know, kids younger than them, looking up to Black Panther, especially little black boys and, you know, that don't get to see the typical black superhero. Right. Um, they're affected. The shit that is bothering me is these parents taking pictures of their children. What you mean? They taking pictures of their kids doing the Wakanda, the kids crying and having little toy funerals and I shit. I think it's cute. No, nah, why are you taking picture of your cool. child while they crying and suffering and How shit? How do you That's know that cool. that child didn't want that to be like documented? They, they didn't. They How didn't. do you know they though? They did not. Not why they crying and shit. But they like facing the camera. Like no. the one boy had all the whole Avengers lined up in front of the garage with Black Panther just laid out. Man, I was it's crying. cool. It's it's cool if they do it. If they doing it, you know what I'm saying. After they didn't let the emotion out, yeah. you know what I'm saying. But like you get in this little kid face, like oh Black Panther died, and now you snapping pictures and shit. It's like come on, man. I feel it, but I mean, <clears throat> some of the kids that was really having real memorial services, I feel like that was okay. Because no, these kids, cool. they real cool. life, 
they live their life on camera anyway, doing fake YouTube videos and all that stuff. So I feel like they mourn a little different than us. I just think it's weird to to snap a picture of anybody while they're crying and then post that shit to the internet. Yeah. Like be on the internet weird. crying, like recording yourself. Weird shit. Like, I did that before. Don't judge me. <laughs> you did what before? That's weird I shit. did like the little one teardrop selfie. I was My going through goodness. it. About what? Me and Bay had fell out. It was a thing. Oh man. <laughs> we. I don't want to give you jab of the week. Yet. No, no, no. <laughs> Too <laughs> soon. <laughs> we, I don't want to do that. You feel me? So that's funny. I don't. Uh. It was a tough moment in my life. The picture is still on Instagram to this day, so I'm not ashamed of it. <laughs> you still got it up, like, yeah. So you and your nigga was going through it, and you took a, a yeah. selfie. You- I was crying. <laughs> it was one little teardrop. I think I might have been smoking hookah. <laughs> it was. You want to be Drake. You, you want to be Drake so bad. Life was hard. Man, you hey, look, you still you you still the homie, but that one, oh man. I, I loved rather, him. I would have rather you told me that one off air. I loved him. <laughs> oh, shit. Big teardrop. Man, for what? Like the selfie teardrop, man. I can't I can't get with the selfie teardrop, man. Um funny funny enough that she mentioned teardrops and we're gonna transition to our next topic, which is the Jacob Blake situation we didn't touch on last week, which would be enough to make any and everyone I feel like shed a tear, but given our climate of our nation we're probably numb to the shit by now right um for those who don't know jacob blake was shot seven times in the back in the back by in front of his children while he was getting into his vehicle after trying to stop a fight by the police let's not leave that out definitely (laughs) was gonna have to put that one in there but yeah um, and is now paralyzed from the waist down. They had him handcuffed to the bed. Mm. As while if he was, he was paralyzed. Man. At this point, when will it ever stop? When we go vote. Yay. <laughs> Two more months. We can vote. Yay. It's going to be over. It's going to change it all. <laughs> Man. I'm so over this voting shit. I'm so over these situations to where everybody is talking about go vote and talk to your elected official. None of that shit is going to work. None of that shit is going to make an immediate enough difference. For right. Does Even if the shit would work, even if we could just be like, all right, in November we going to vote and shit going to change. That's cool. But it's September. Niggas have to make it through the rest of September and October. You have to get to November to vote. Right. Mm-hmm. They just killed somebody in Los Angeles. Nigga was on a bicycle, and I guess he had they they said it was some kind of vehicle, some shit. I don't know some bullshit. He was on a bike, and they stopped him. He hit one of the officers, and he had clothes in his hand. He dropped the clothes, and in the pile of clothes was a gun. 
He didn't reach for the gun. He didn't have a gun in his hand. He just had a gun on him, and it fell with his clothes, and they shot and killed him. Wow. Ugh. And what, and what do people do? Go out and have another one of these meaningless, pointless fucking protests. Vote. Go vote. Bet. I feel like people don't know what to do at this point, but just release their frustrations. They not releasing no frustrations. If I if I if I come over there right now and if I smack you in the face, we gonna end up tussling, right? Yeah. Right now, right? Right. You not gonna come to my house tomorrow with a sign talking about no justice, no peace. You not gonna be outside of my house. We gonna tussle right now. Right. How many times do we have to get smacked in the face? How many years? Valid point. Very valid point. I keep saying this and and people looking at me like I'm crazy. Like they keep going to these protests in front of the police. You know they've been shooting people in the face. People done lost eyes, lost their sight going to these protests. And you keep going to the protests unarmed. There was a protest in L.A. and they said it's unlawful for you to protest with a shield. They told these people you have to drop your shield. They gave them one minute to drop their shield or they was getting arrested. Motherfuckers dropped their shield and then the police unleashed fire on them. Damned if you do, damned if you don't. Send me the motherfucking jail if that's the case. Because y'all niggas got this. Y'all got shields. What y'all got shields for? Because they a gang of pussies. If it's unlawful, you know what I mean? If it's un- unlawful for us to have shields, why the fuck y'all got shields? How are you going to say it's unlawful to... you? It's a protest. Why are you following rules? It's a protest. Right. You can't, it's, you can't call it a protest if you're going to follow the rules of the people you're protesting. Now it's just a gathering, and y'all making a whole bunch of noise, and y'all need to go the fuck home. A gathering. Oh, man. Do do as fucked up as this may sound, do y'all see a race war coming? Nope. No. I feel like sadly enough, I feel like it's gonna happen, but I don't feel like we're prepared for it. I don't see any type of anything happening in real life. Our life is so based on the internet and all of that stuff. It's gonna be a whole lot of chit chat and Typing, typing back and forth, but I don't feel like anything is really gonna happen. It's gonna be the same stuff over and over again. Man. Somebody gonna get killed. People gonna be mad. People gonna make a sign. They're gonna post Hashtags, a video. T-shirts. Right. right. And then it's gonna, you know, some interesting is gonna happen on the internet, and we gonna forget. But I, I, and it's funny that you said that. Like, um, when they had the protests about. George Floyd down here. I said, um, you know, to see it downtown where I actually work and in the city and, you know, the clips on social media and all that. I wasn't upset at the protesters, at the people rioting, whatever you want to call it. Um, demonstrators, whatever. Um, I was more so thinking of the future because... What happens when and if they don't convict the officers that killed him? Right. It's going to be the same situation all over again. I mean, they already haven't even arrested the 
you know, Breonna Taylor's killers. And they try and, and they tried to uh they tried to get her ex boyfriend who just got arrested, I guess, for some drug charges or something. They tried to give him a plea deal. Mm-hmm. I think they offered him no jail time, just probation or mm-hmm. some shit to say that she was involved. Mm-hmm. Absolutely not. And he, he took he 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 didn't take he the plea. He took it. the ten years. Cause, like, no, you are not gonna do that. That's bullshit. You, yeah, you trying to tank my girl's legacy. Yeah. And trying to get me to, you know, basically say, hey, she was involved. As as if that's some reason to justify shooting somebody that you was in the wrong house and they were asleep. Right. It's no justification for that. And you know they probably just like. uh Joe Biden said, you're not black if you don't vote for me. Donald Trump said, what do you got to lose? You're in the ghetto. Your kids fit. Like, oh, it's, it's, so, it's a slap in the face on so many levels. Like, basically on some, well, your girl did. Now just say she was involved right. and you right. don't go to jail. Right. I'm, I'm, not, I'm not here for it. I'm not signing up for that shit. I'm glad he didn't. I don't think he, you know, certain people live by codes. And I don't feel like. Anybody in their right mind right. that's our color would stand for that shit. And if you would, you a piece of shit. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's just simple as that. Um, so from that whole little tirade, we had the Jacob Blake situation. The NBA staged a two-game protest, um, ban, gang, whatever the fuck you want to call it. They called off work for a couple Right, days. that's what I'm saying. I don't even watch sports, but to me, that was a total waste. Total waste. Um, what the fuck did y'all accomplish with these two games? Everybody said they came to an agreement with the owners and all this type of shit, and they're going to be more reforms and all that other shit. But that's what y'all said coming into this bubble situation. Y'all... Got to put messages on the back of y'all jerseys along with y'all last names and to bring forth awareness. We don't need no more Mm-mm. fucking awareness. Everyone is aware at this point. We seeing people dying in the streets at the hands of the people who are supposed to protect and serve. What more awareness do we need? They protecting their pension and serving us bullets. Yeah. <laughs> They're not protecting and serving shit but themselves. Pretty much. These niggas sat out for two two days, called off for two days, and the only thing they accomplished was what I feel like some shit they could have got accomplished without sitting out, period. Mm-hmm. Right. The whole, when when we saw them like, yeah, we not playing, you know what I'm saying, we, we, we striking, whatever you want to call it, everybody was like, oh shit, something was about to happen, this is different. They actually doing something, and then they come back the next day like, yeah, we about to play. Right. And then they hit us with the with the little agreement, and it was three points, and all three points just had to do with voting. Right. It's like y'all y'all pushing the same nonsense. Nothing is <laughs> mm-hmm. like. So now they're they're using the arenas as polling places, and, and that I, was a I great mean, segue to our to our next topic, like. Using the NBA arenas for a voting location and a polling location, what the fuck is that changing? What is what awareness is that bringing? How is that going to help the situation now 
and in the near future. It's bringing business to the arenas. Because I guarantee you all the little shops are going to be open. <laughs> Everything. Chicken nuggets, wings, all that like. They're going to have fucking make sure you've all type of voting paraphernalia yep. in the bitch. So was this really a bring awareness to the people? Or is this a we're going to pad our pockets while looking like we want to bring awareness? They trying to combat the voter suppression and I get that that's cool but that's still not good enough that's not answering the problem that's not solving the problem you can get people in there and vote people are still going to vote for Donald Trump mm-hmm. You, it, they make it seem like you just going to vote and if you vote no one's going to vote for Donald right. Trump. These There are some of the people going to vote for Donald. Some of them going to vote for Joe Biden. Some people stupid going to vote for Kanye West. Mm-hmm. This is not the answer. Yeah. And and I don't know how many times we going to voice the shit on our show. But, I mean, if we said enough times, maybe people will actually take heed. But, I like you said... I'm, I'm like, way tired of talking about it, man. Because <laughs> it, it's, it's the same shit. This, nothing has changed. It's the same thing over and over and over and over and over again. And the only solution that anybody can come up with is go out and vote. That's not good enough. Donald Trump lost the election by 3 million popular votes. 3 million more Americans voted for Hillary than they did Donald Trump. Donald Trump is the president. How many more motherfucking people do you need to vote? He lost by three million. Three million? With an M. How many more people do you need to vote? Three million one hundred thousand? Is that gonna do it? <laughs> three hundred million one hundred seventy-five people. <laughs> How many motherfuckers need to vote to get them up? <laughs> But like you say, uh, I mean, at what point do do we like you know what I mean? How many people need to fucking vote? Like this shit, we never gonna figure it out because it never was for us to be to understand right. and to be included in to begin with. But that's the whole, that's the right. whole point. Right. All of this shit that we participating in was never designed for us. With it wasn't designed with us in mind. So you can go ahead and participate, but they have their. Mm-hmm. Things that they do to get what they want. Right. They gonna get the result that they want. Right. But you know, such is life. Um, more NBA news. We had the death of Cliff Robinson, Portland Trailblazer. Played at uh, University of Connecticut. Played with the Phoenix Suns, Golden State. Was it Warriors for a hot second? He played with a few different teams. And Coach John Thompson for the Georgetown Hoyas, who was known for coaching Patrick Ewing, Allen Iverson, um, who else? A couple other greats. Alonzo Mourning. Was it Matumbo? Matumbo might have went. I think Alonzo Mourning went to Georgetown. Um, First black coach to win an NCAA title. Um, Allen Iverson said that man changed his life. He he took a chance on Allen Iverson when he got jammed up with the legal situation when he was in high school. 
when he had absolutely nothing to do with what happened. Yeah, that shit was stupid. What happened? Um, he basically showed up at a bowling alley, a fight broke out, and people just, you know, pinpointed yeah. him. And he went to jail and he was served, about to serve some major time. Wow. He got out of jail and he said, Coach John Thompson said, you know, I want you to play for me. He said he, he took a chance on him and he told him, he said, you won't regret it. Right. And he, 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 Allen Iverson says that man changed my life. He saved my life. Yeah, I saw that clip, but I didn't know the backstory to it. Yep. Yeah. And that goes, shit. yeah, that goes to show you how a real coach will be more of a mentor slash person to you before they coach you. Mm-hmm. And that was some of the reasons why I wanted to coach basketball for the younger group. You know, I wanted to groom young men to become young men and not just utilize their athletic talent, but teach them how to be a teammate, how to be a good person, how to be a you know competitor, how mm-hmm. to be a sportsman. Because all of that type of stuff carries on into real life. Right. You have to learn how to work with people that you might not like. Some people you will like. Some people might not like you. Some people, you know, it's going to be competitive. You can't be in a field and expect to be mediocre and excel or get the results you're looking for. So, you know, on so many levels, we can relate real life to, to sports or sports situations. And we don't think about the real life aspect as far as the person, the player, the coach, the person, the you know, even the athletic trainer, the the smaller guy, the janitor, anything, everything goes back to at the end of the day, you take your uniform off, you're still Jeff or you still Michelle or I'm still DJ at the end of the day. We're not the the father, the mother, the bus driver to you know custodial work that we you know we we are who we are at the end of the day so right r.i.p to those two that was um, a cool story though about uh him getting that rayful edmonds or Ray, wasn't that oh, rayful wasn't yeah, rayful edmonds yep told him like hey man you need to uh stay away from my motherfucking players nigga. that man listen said that nigga came in the office he, he told him what it was and that nigga never came back and Rafe, you know, Rafe was big time dope boy in D.C., Maryland area. John Thompson said, hey, bro, <laughs> you got to chill on out. I take that shit over there, cuz. That nigga gave you, that nigga had the ultimate OG pass, apparently. Right. That nigga definitely kept that shit away from the players like he has. One of these bigger stories that isn't being talked about, and I can't understand for the life of me why. 37 children were found in Georgia in a fucking double-wide trailer in the fucking operation known as No Child... Operation Not Forgotten, I'm sorry. Excuse me. The name of the operation was called Not Forgotten. But why is no one talking? I don't... I just heard about it when you sent the little thing. I'm like, what? Let me scroll around. And I'm like, why is this not on all the headlines? Why... What color are these children? It doesn't matter what color. I they know are, it doesn't matter, but, but what color are they? I would assume some of everything because they were said some of the children were uh, victims of sex trafficking, um, all kind of stuff. So it's 
It's probably on the hush because somebody up high don't want that out. You know what I mean? You know how a lot of those people they say are involved with that shit, like Donald Trump and you know his yeah. people. So. They did say a lot of a lot of the uh, what they call them one percenters, like the, mm-hmm. the Epstein's and the those type of people had mm-hmm. um had something to do with. That's why they dude allegedly died or was killed or hung himself or whatever the fuck they said he did. But yeah, they're probably just trying to suppress that and keep that on the low. Don't want to get too many people pissed off but my thing is were they visible what area in georgia was this what like obviously nobody is going to necessarily forget about their child or lose their child purposely but i know these people went to law enforcement or they they talked to somebody Saying, hey, my child's missing. What are you going to do? What are, you know, what steps can we take? Is it just to get the fuck out of my face or? You know the police don't go looking for nobody. You, you got to wait 48 hours. Right, before they even do Before it. the police lift a finger. Right. About this um not forgotten operation, what the little article, it was a two-week effort. So just in two weeks, y'all done rustled up all these people See? to go find y'all did all these i can go to the grocery store and it's like 30 pictures of kids on the wall that's lost but in two weeks you can go find 40 kids see somebody knew something and my thing with that is did they arrest somebody or they're in there yeah they, they arrested they, nine yeah. people they said 26 were found and the other night what was it other nine? 13 were located yeah so but they arrested, I think they said nine people in connection with it. Yeah. 26 warrants were filed. It's ridiculous. And the kids was between 3 and 17 years yeah, old. Yeah, that was the part that fucked me up was the age range. What was it? Between the ages of 3 and 17. Whew. So... I don't, I'm not saying that you can't lose a three-year-old, but how do you let a three-year-old get away? Out of your sight. Yeah, because I'm not letting my, I, my my niece is six or seven. Hey, you hold my hand and get your ass back here. You're not going too far away from me. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, so. I don't like when people talk too much to my little nieces and nephews out. We at the store. I'll stop that conversation real quick. That's enough. <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah, you're getting a little too familiar. Right. You know what I mean? Like, we don't know. Have a you. good day. Right. White lady. <laughs> Jesus Christ. It's the same white lady talking about your hair. <laughs> Probably was. It was her sister. <laughs> but, yeah, they said that the crimes related to sex trafficking, uh, parental kidnapping, registered sex offender violations, drugs and weapon possessions, and custodial interference, the U.S. Marshal said. Some of the rescued children were believed to be victims of sex trafficking, child exploitation, sexual abuse, physical abuse, and medical or mental health conditions. So, these are either some fucked up parents or some fucked up people that 
sought after them. There are so many different areas. It's a you, little bit of both. Mm-hmm. It, but a bunch of fucked up people. Right, and then right. you, if you think about it, if some of them were mental, like it could be doctors that had something to do with it. That you know, all all of these sick fucks probably, like you said, probably kind of tie into each other, but. I'm not understanding how the fuck you. It's a fucking child, man. Like some sick people out here, man. That's that shit is sick as fuck. Mm-hmm. It's terrible, man. And y'all, and and the fucked up part about it is people probably paying top dollar for these shit. Like the sick people up, like right. you said, like we said higher. People probably paying fucking top dollar for these. Did y'all see that thing? It was like Ikea? Wayfair. Ikea, Wayfair. Had that the, was cra- the little uh, closets for yeah. 27000 It was named a missing child's yeah. name. Yeah, and then they said, yeah, I don't know. Because you could, nowadays you could do a lot of shit on the internet, yeah. but who's to say that they not doing the shit? Right. Because mm-hmm. a lot of the times it'd be plain, in our plain view and right. they kind of rub the shit in our face and we'd be like, oh no, that shit couldn't happen. Right. Whole goddamn time. This shit is happening right up underneath our eyes and shit. Disgusting. God bless the children that had to go through that anguish and trauma. That are still going through it because there's so many that's still out there lost. Yes, a lot of them still. Stuck in it. No child left behind. We got to fix it. Come on, people. We got to do better. While we talking about Georgia, though, shout out to the... It's a 19... 19 black families uh, came together and bought up 90 acres of land to to build a safe city for black people. Shout out to them. Yeah. That's what I was talking about. We need our own shit. Even though they still going to be, you know, bound by the laws of the United Racists, but (laughs) they, uh, they got the right idea. That's better than a vote, if you ask me. Definitely. And then... It goes to show you how the right group of right-minded African-Americans can come together and accomplish a goal. Like, it always doesn't have to be, oh, I'm trying to get on and fuck everybody else. Like, it don't always got to be a crab in a barrel, dog-eat-dog mentality between all black people. So, I want people to go and look at the story and I'm not going to say learn something, but if we come together, we are so much stronger together than we are apart. It sounds cliche. It sounds fucking fairy tale bookstore, but it's the honest to God truth. It's the truth. We can learn so much from each other that it's ridiculous. If you don't know something, you got somebody else within another, you know, area. Y'all might not have came up from the same tracks, but y'all could learn from each other. Right. Some people don't be wanting to share knowledge, though. Some people get some knowledge and learn stuff, but then they they feel like, you know, it's theirs. Right. Like they they discovered it and found it Mm -hmm. on their own, so... They, they don't want to help somebody. Right. No, you go figure it out yourself. And that's that's the problem. Everybody on their own shit. Mm-hmm. Got to come together. And 
you know, we had talked earlier about <clears throat> the um, the end result or what are we going to do about it. And this came about from, was it um, Ahmaud Arbery being killed? This this group, this it was a lady, was Renee Walters and Ashley Scott. They released the Freedom Georgia Initiative with entrepreneurs and investors because of the tragic death of Omar Aubrey, which was a young black man that got shot that was out jogging by those two white people in Georgia. So... She said, and inspire her to seek therapy and establish a community in Georgia where black people can feel safe. I sought counseling from a black therapist and it helped. It helped me to realize that what we as black people are suffering from is racial trauma. We are dealing with systematic racism. We are dealing with deep rooted issues that will require more than protesting in the streets. It will take for us as people, as Atlanta rapper and activist Killer Mike so eloquently put, to plot, plan, strategize, organize, and mobilize. So that's what me and my friend Renee Walters as entrepreneurs and investors did. That nigga Killer Mike ain't doing shit but making Cripple Cola, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to Cripple Cola, but Jay-Z got a hand in it now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they they on they making money shit. Yeah. That's um, what's most important to them. Uh, I was going to say, I never really fucked with Jay-Z from... I don't even really deal with his music now, but from a standpoint of black people and active and all, man, miss me. Um, <laughs> you don't relate to the cause. Right. You not like, come on, man. My nigga said we got to plan and strategize and all that shit, and we ain't heard shit from him since until the cripple cola shit came out. Shit, Georgia been shitty since that nigga T I called it uh, Atlanta Wakanda. They've been doing all kind of bullshit down there. Yeah. Since he said that. <laughs> oh, goofy ass nigga. One thing that did stick up was she, that um, article you was reading. I think, me personally, I might need some real life counseling after all of this. Like, not even after, because when is it going to end? But True. just, we going through so much. And then I feel like, I was thinking about it the other day, like, just realizing the fact that i'm part of the generation that's igniting the flame of change or whatever you want to call it but also knowing that i'm gonna have to live through the blaze and just that's stressful and i feel like a lot of like my peers and people i've been around we all so stressed out we're like dang we getting killed we ain't got no peace here we can't do what we want to do to even have fun and release some stress it's it's a lot it is it is a pretty fucked up middle ground because all of the all of the shit that you hear our, our relatives or our older generation our parents talk about like my brother was born in 68 and that was the year like Martin Luther King was shot mm-hmm. so we heard about the the Watts riots hell in Cleveland we had the Huff riots mm-hmm. all of this shit that our parents you know kind of told us about and talked us through and we basically looked at them like eh we wasn't around, so we don't really know what the fuck that shit right. is about. But then our generation, us being this age, going through this shit, and our children going through it, they're going to remember. Right. Yes. Our children have social media. Yeah. They're old enough to recall what's going on. 
it's in everybody's face. So it's really like family discussion, group discussion, school discussion, right. work discussion. It it the shit can't be avoided. Right. That's why the whole idea of spreading awareness at this point is just fucking ridiculous. Yeah. It's, it's really goofy because you walk outside, nigga, you aware. Although, like, I mean, Paul ain't here to tell the story, but like how His he told co-worker, us about the co-worker who, who didn't know who, didn't Breonna, know who Taylor Breonna Taylor was. was. And he and this was like a few days ago. It People been protesting the whole summer, and just a couple days ago, he's learning about who Breonna Taylor is. Wow. They live in a whole different world. Yeah. It's a different algorithm for them. You know? Damn, that was like a different algorithm. (laughs) But then you got those white people that feel like because you date somebody black, you can be down for the cause. And quite honestly, I'm sick of (laughs) y'all. Not going to hold you. Everybody has to start somewhere. I'm, I'm with you. I get it. And I understand. But at the end of the day, you go to bed as a white person, you sleep as a white person, you drive as a white person. Mm-hmm. When you just when you now when you procreate with a black person and you have half and half babies, then I give you a little bit of a nod. But just dating and fucking and you know being married to a black person don't make you black. You could be supportive, and I and I appreciate the support, but you're never going to be able to sympathize, empathize, or have any type of thighs with me, nigga. <laughs> like, Chicken thighs. <laughs> <laughs> like, so it's, it's not that I'm saying y'all can't support us, but, you know, when it comes to waking up black, like, this is the, the biggest tattoo a nigga could ever have is a skin color. We can't help that. Right. So as much as we support y'all, you know, sometimes you got you gotta take a you gotta take a back seat. You gotta fall back a little bit and let us deal with it. So you we don't feel like cause it, sometimes I feel like they're making a mockery of us at times. Some of them could be. Yeah, you know what I mean? You have the prime example. You had the, the um on social media was a picture of a group of white girls. You know the white t-shirt, they have white lies. Um, t-shirt parties. And it says little ignorant shit that, um, like, I'm not going to call them. I'm not going to get drunk. I'm not going to streak naked. And they do all this stuff because they're lying. One white girl had Black Lives Matter on our white T-shirt. Mm. So, you know what I mean? Like, as much as there are white people that are down for the cause, we have those white people that think the shit is a joke. A joke, and you have some white people that think the shit is funny. So, you know, you gotta. It's a it's a fine line. You know what I mean? And. We're not saying don't support us. We're not saying don't, you know, fuck with us. But just be mindful. That that's I think that's the the biggest. I'm tired of talking to those white people, though. The ignorant ones. I don't even want to give them oh, a platform. I, I, I don't. I've, I'm done with that. Yeah, like. I'm done with that. We, we off that. If you don't get it at this point, you on the other side. Yeah. So no, there's nothing yep. for us Flat to talk out. about. If it needs to be explained, you're not paying attention. Flat if you're not out. paying attention. 
you on the other side. Yeah. Off top. And at this point, you just don't care. Yep. That's mm-hmm. that's a that's a, a great fucking point. Um, speaking of which, we have Master P. We got more Master P news, but this is a little more uplifting. Thank goodness. Was good. I'm about to say, this it has been a real downer episode. <laughs> yeah. I'm over here hot. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we got um, Master P introducing his pancake mix and rice to replace Aunt Jemima and Uncle Ben under his Uncle P brand label <laughs> for, I'm not going to say for the South, but, you know, his brand. I'm sick of Master P. Why? You cannot say that in this basement. I am. I'm sorry. I know he's like, oh, I'm doing all this, making black brands. But people were so just mad. Oh, they got this slave lady selling pancakes. Now you got another nigga selling pancakes. It make it make sense to me. It was the depiction of the the lady and the man on the rice and the pancakes. It wasn't the actual product. This okay, but that's what black people looked like back then when it was started. But they also, black people don't look like that now, and they evolved. Shit, it. come see me in the kitchen. <laughs> Hair tied, dusty, but, smiling, happy singing a little hymn. But I think it's who owns Aunt Jemima. Definitely okay. white people. Who owns Uncle Ben? Touché. Definitely white people. So and, it's you know it's it's different if we so, profiting off of our image as opposed to them. So we repurposing the word nigga. No, we not doing that. He's he's branding the food, I guess. In his, I'm not gonna say likeness and image, but. He was doing this to get the the stigma of Aunt Jemima and Uncle Ben like out of there. So he's using his brand to replace and bring back. For one, he wants to put money into the neighborhood. And for two, he wants to build his brand to show, you know, hey, I'm from the South. I want this to come back. And then you got to think of the South and their, their, their culture. You know, like you said, it does look, you know, some people do fit the mold yeah. of, you know, Uncle Ben, Aunt Jemima down there. But he wants to do it as far as putting money back into the black communities. He wants to have black employees. Right. He wants, you know, all of the stuff that, that that he wants in this, uh, you know, I guess rebranding or branding of. I guess I'm just tired of black people being mad about something and then being like. Y'all can't use it, but I'm going to take it and I'm going to use it. It's, a, it's like, it's blurring the lines for those ignorant white people that we were just talking about. Well, see, but see, it's not, it's not our or his job to worry about how they see those lines. Figure it out. Yeah. Figure it out. We can figure it out. They can figure it out. Right. And it was, I think he has new, you know, he started the rap snack shit. Mm-hmm. He had the he had the chips, the wrap snack chips. He had the, the, uh, the Raymond noodles. The, the noodles. The noodles are trash. I haven't had them, but I got some. I bring you some. No, I'm which cool. ones you got? I had all three of the flavors. The um, boosie ones. I was so hype. They're trash. <laughs> <laughs> it's like pond water. It was disgusting. Pond water. 
<laughs> and then they got the E forty ones and like the Master P ones. The Master P ones was okay. But I was oh yeah, really E forty. I forgot E forty had one. But it was funny because they when they had talked to P about it, he said, "Nigga, he assumed Aunt Jemima and Uncle Ben were black owned brands." So, you know, when they said, yeah, we're going to get rid of them because they're perpetuating these, you know, stereotypes. That mm. nigga Master P is on the, on the front of his shit. No, ain't no, ain't right. no character. It's, it's him on there. They fucked his picture up, though. My nigga's sunglasses crooked I s- bitch. Man, I s- <laughs> 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 that nigga's sunglasses oh, waving hey, like a hey, <laughs> And it, it was it was that fucking picture. Man, I got it right here. We got that's gonna be the cover art. Let me see. Man, look my nigga's sunglasses got the gangster oh, no. on them. Man, so to see to see a black man on the cover of pancake mix or rice with sunglasses, you don't get the the slave, you know what I mean? You don't get the slave vibe or the, you know what I mean? Like, you don't get that type of vibe. And it's so, not, it's not a fucking character. Yeah. So. It's a real person. I think I just be thinking back to like, our ancestors. Like, whoever Angel Mama was that posed for the picture, she was probably proud as fuck. Like, oh my God, I'm about to be on this fucking pancake box and now we like oh fuck Aunt Jemima you're perpetuating a fucking they stereotype no money. that's true but <laughs> to, like, <laughs> that's true however they was making like our people back then were making their strides in the ways that they could so I think I just look at it like that we gotta make better ones touche and I'm glad you said that. Can it when when does it really go to fuck our ancestors? Because that's what every not not like that. <laughs> because that's what everybody tries to use as the scapegoat for you can't use what happened to your ancestors for what's going on right now. The fuck if I can't. Okay. Like oh it was two hundred years ago, what happened to your ancestors ain't happening to you. Shit. Nigga, yeah, not whips and chains. Y'all using bullets and police now. Yeah. So, when the fuck does it, you know what I mean? Like, y'all can't tell us our ancestors, oh, well, your ancestors tried to get your right to vote. No, nigga, my ancestors didn't say, I'm going to get bit by this dog and I'm going to take these lashings to my back so my great-great-great-grandson that I don't know is going to ever exist. Don't even take it back that far, though. That's our... My parents, my grandparents, I was sitting at, like, at the freaking counters getting coffee poured on them. Like, I was reading something where they were like that the school books purposely put the pictures in black and white to make it seem like it happened so long ago. Mm-hmm. And it didn't. Like, it's, that's just been ingrained in our heads and whoever read these books' heads that, oh, it happened so long ago. We're leaps and bounds past that now. Isn't, really? it, isn't like, one of the first, the, the, the first girl to, first black woman to be in the segregated school? Ain't she, like, 50, 60-something years old? Yeah. Wow. The one in the little picture, yeah. yeah. See, but that goes to show you, they want us to forget everything except for the shit that, you know. Happened to them. Yeah, the Holocaust, 9-11, the Alamo. We got to remember all that shit. 
Slavery, hey nigga, you're tripping. That shit over. Yeah, buggy. Never happened. <laughs> Thanks for your help. <laughs> <laughs> so here's a perfect, funny, oddly enough, perfect segue to our next topic: Columbia University to remove slave owner's name from college dormitory. Thanks. So I want to say it's the medical dorm. I want to say the medical dorm they had named after a slave owner that uh, they recently, I want to say recently, like, nigga, within two to three months, Mm. removed the fucking slave name from the dorm in the medical, uh, in the medical dorm. They was mad about it? I don't know if they were mad, but giving the... I'm not gonna say history or the what what what's the tra- I guess tradition. Mm-hmm. Um, they announced that they would remove the name from you know of a slam slave owner from the Manhattan Medical Campus. They said a new name for the clinical student dorm Bard Hall will be announced in the fall. President Lee C. Bollinger said in a letter to the school community. Um, basically, Samuel Bard was an 18th century physician who served as George Washington's doctor and founded what is now the University, I can't pronounce it, so I'm not even going to try to fuck it up, College of Physicians and Surgeons. So while he was, you know, he founded all that shit and they named it after him based on him, you know, being a doctor and a physician and a surgeon. He also was a slave owner, and he cited the first U.S. Census in 1970, which indicated that he owned three slaves. Okay, um, I don't care about that. Oh, we removing slave names. Uh, My last name, my family name is Slave Name. It's my slave, my ancestor's slave owner's name. Like... I'm not about to change my name. So all these old guys change this bill and this, that means absolutely nothing to me. Theatrics. Stop killing us. That nigga said theatrics. Stop killing us. That's the only thing we ask for. Like. Get your fucking corny ass police in line. Period. And tell them to stop fucking killing us. I That's mean. It. We don't need. Shit. This nigga Roger Goodell and them talking about they about to sing. Uh, They about to have. What Lift every voice and sing. Nigga. I am so Man. fucking appalled. Like we that that's not helping. We don't want that. What the fuck is that? That's going not going to stop the police. That that's gonna make the police angry and shoot more niggas. Right. <laughs> you want to lift your voice, nigga? <laughs> bow, bow, lift that. <laughs> so I is 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 consolation prizes. Like stop giving us consolation prizes and shit. We don't. We don't want. Uh, messages on the back of jerseys. We don't want fucking cute commercials. Nope. Uh, Not buying mes- no hats. Messages, no right? Messages no. before you stream a movie and oh, you bought Hulu. Thank you. We love black people. We love black man. Billboards, cool. Fucking murals in the street. I got an email from freaking Quad Pay or one of them today talking about love black owned businesses. So do we. I'm like, I definitely said it was after pay. I'm like, please, 
unsubscribe. You know, like, I'm so it was, disgusted. It was after pay, so it's just, it's, y'all niggas want everything from us but to give us a better life. Right. Y'all want our money. Y'all want us to stop rioting. Y'all want everything but to stop killing us and shooting us and making right. shit easier for us. Come on, man. Come the fuck on. And if and if it's so hard for them to give us this very small request, why do you think that's going to be changed with a vote? A fucking vote, bro. <laughs> I said I was going to stop doing that. I'm chilling. <laughs> fuck. So, speaking of votes... Let's touch on this Brandy versus Monica situation <laughs> yesterday. Man. They had Brandy up there. She came out there looking like Moesha. And then she wanted to recite her damn poems oh. before every song. Shit. She wanted to be Beyonce so bad. Monica was dressed like Lord Farquaad from, <laughs> from Shrek. <laughs> <laughs> Being a dick the whole time though. She, she, she wasn't participating, singing along. When she, she didn't sing the boy ass. is mine. Man. I was like, hey, that's like that's how you know the beef was real. When the boy like everybody like, oh, they trying to get along. But you could tell the whole time they was like, Monica, you gotta show up. Uncle so and so gonna be, be nice. this. <laughs> I know you don't like her, but be nice. And they she just sitting there boxed it out, man. They should have just boxed her. Man, at least, like, during that halftime, for sure, they should have at least let them throw, put some gloves on. <laughs> they said jabs, they throwing jabs. Fighting at the concession stand. <laughs> the comments had me weak. Hey, so, at, th- at that point, I feel like the the comments, the mood in the room, the gestures and the, the little shady little, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. We are not a group. Like... <laughs> Brand. That hurt my feelings. They kept competing with each other. Like, yeah, I wrote this. I sung this when I was 12. Like, yeah, I did this when I was 14. This nigga Erica Badu was in the comments like, yeah, on and on came out when I was nine. Hey, that's It was a much needed uh, change of pace. We needed some laughter. Yeah. We needed some... some different vibes going on even though they was kind of it was it was a lot of tension yeah. in that room it, it was, was still a whole fun. hella awkward whole lot of tension in it was still, still fun yeah i me personally i'm not a fan of either um what took the cake for me was brandy being so corny for me like <laughs> so monica introduced sideline ho it did it was one of her last songs and Brandy's like, Well my daughter's watching. She's nineteen. <laughs> Your daughter a hoe. No oh, shit. Like nineteen years old, you talking about your daughter is listening or watching. She done probably said hoe a thousand times, been called a hoe, acted like a hoe. Everything that had something to do with a hoe, she done probably did it. Just being real Jake as well. For no reason. Brandy, we don't give a shit about your daughter. I think Sorry. she a jab of the week. Brandy definitely gets <laughs> How about that? <laughs> the good people at Turn Me Up Podcast has nominated Brandy for jab of the week. 
Let's tune in next week to see if anyone else can compete to take her claim. <laughs> because I'm almost certain no one will be able to compete with that. But the the verses for me, it was I had no no reason to watch and or listen to it until we talked about it in the podcast chat. And I'm glad I watched it because it was it was too much comedy mm-hmm. to not be a comedy. Yeah, I wouldn't. I hadn't. I didn't even turn the shit on. My wife turned that shit on in the other room, and I heard it. I was like, "Fuck it, I go watch it." <laughs> and I'm glad I did. That shit was funny. Between Twitter and the comments, yeah, shit had me weak. I didn't. I didn't know because I'm not a. I'm not a huge Brandy or Monica fan. They cool or whatever. I listened to Brandy's first album. Uh, my mother had that shit when I was little, so I've heard that one. A thousand times, but anything after that, I you know just shit on the radio. Mm. But like when they was playing songs, I'm like, okay, I know this song is cool, blah 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 blah. But once they came back from the little halftime break, they started playing shit that came out in like 2010 and I was later. Turned. I was like, I don't know none of this Did shit. Do y'all hear me? And I was drinking. Turned. On a Monday. Don't. That's why I'm a little tired today. I'm a little wore out. <laughs> but I was. In my living room. My dog was trying to sleep. And he's oh like. Side eyeing the fuck out of me. And I'm like. Go on. Get out of my face. So. It's like you. You knew the music that they had. From yeah. The- a couple. Of, like it was two. I'm like. No. I don't know this song. But. Yeah. This she played a couple Monica. of her new songs. So it was Yeah. Fire. Monica gonna thug it out. And just throw a new song in the bitch. Yeah. That like, was trash. Like. Come on man. What the, what the fuck are you doing? These niggas had to go on break. Because they was talking so fucking much. <laughs> They was tired. <laughs> Every fucking song had five minutes worth of dialogue. It was way too much commentary. Man, I was like, yo, after after a certain, certain, I think it was like three in a row, I'm like, all right, I'm going to come back to this versus mm-hmm. and hopefully they get that shit together because I'm tired of hearing about the inspiration from right. the inspiration of the song that inspired you to write the, the hook. Like, what? Dude, dude, just like my nigga 2 Chainz did. I ain't gonna say much. This one, plaque. Yeah, <laughs> Not right. <laughs> that so that I hope they have another. I don't know who they could have now because it's they I, they need to go back to the producers. That's what it usually. Yeah. That's what it. I say usually. That's what it started out as was the producers. It's weird when you do the songs because with like, the artists, yeah, it's, it's not a battle. And they still, they, they don't have no real criteria, so there's, there's no real score. I had some people saying uh, Monica was up 6-0. I had some people saying it was tied. I had, you know, some Brandy people saying won. Brandy was winning. Let's be clear. Brandy I, won. I, 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 I wasn't keeping score. I Brandy won. Like, was it was kind of tied, right? but then when Monica didn't sing The Boy Is Mine, it was a rap. No, when, when, she, when she sang the one giant... And she didn't bring Young Thug out. <laughs> oh, That's yeah. when she lost it for me. Because that nigga, that nigga made that song. I won't say he made it famous, but he brought life back into for it. For sure. With that video. And she played that part. Didn't bring Thugger out. You lose points. <laughs> that was trash. You, you shouldn't even play it. <laughs> shouldn't even play it. Said no, no thug, no love. <laughs> Then this nigga Moesha gonna play the fucking <laughs> he start. Him. She gonna start playing the fucking theme song and then cut it off. I'm like, Jab, would you do that? <laughs> Big Jab. 
I was like, the Moesha theme song was hard. It was about to go. Jab energy though. Netflix must have took it in and was like, hey. (laughs) Wrap that shit up, B. (laughs) You you know, you remember what we talked about, right? (laughs) You know what we talked about, right? (laughs) They hit her with with all the cut, 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 cut. Oh yeah, my uh my team advised me that I couldn't <laughs> say that I couldn't do that one. But well, Brandy was re- Brandy was real uh bougie, fake bougie, mom side of the family. I'm better than y'all type shit and nobody trying to hear it. Bitch, just come to the family reunion. We trying to get drunk. <laughs> we only see y'all two times a year anyway. Christmas and the fucking uh what's the family reunion? That's all we see y'all. We don't give a fuck about <laughs> your letters from Cambridge. <laughs> we don't care about little Johnny getting into Oxford. We came to drink and turn up, nigga. That's why Monica had her little thigh-high boots. Them was pants. Her oh, seat. shit. Her. See? That's funny because Tyler, the creator, and uh, Solange was having a debate in the <laughs> fucking comments on whether or not Monica had on pants Everybody or was debating. They were pants. Bruh. It was ugly. Her, I didn't like her She had her, her, her free murder t-shirt on and shit. <laughs> it was up underneath the corsets. <laughs> I'm going to give him something to remember me by. <laughs> <laughs> Yo. Oh, man. shit. So, any, anybody got any... You know, anything interesting that happened to them over the course of the week or over the weekend or any good news y'all want to share? Hell no. We got we got two birthdays coming up on the Time Me Up podcast. Friday we got one. Following with that Wednesday. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah. Big 40 for you. Man, niggas are so disrespectful, (laughs) bro. I'm 40, you 39. 40 and fabulous. You know what I mean? (laughs) 39 years old for you. You almost dirty in the best of case. No, sir. 25 for life. 25? Shit. She said 25 for life. 25 to life, nigga. Wow. Don't put that on me, Ricky Bobby. Murdering. About to do a bit, nigga. What the fuck? But yeah, we're going to have some libations and adult turn up activities uh we probably gonna have a turn oh you wednesday oh yeah tuesday we gonna record next tuesday mm-hmm. going into mm-hmm. your birthday so yeah. yeah so our next episode might we might be a little drunk y'all um there is no might in this equation yeah we, we might <laughs> shit might get a little raunchy next week so make sure y'all tune in with us uh, we appreciate all the listeners um oh, we got a lot of good oh yo what oh, your nails be back be in the nail game oh man so look. <laughs> Y'all can't see her, but she doing stuff with her hands. She, she doing the women. She, she doing the yes, the, the yes, yeah, exactly. She doing all of that right now. So when you when you get on, you hear all that cookie clacking. That's gonna, that's gonna be her motherfucking nails all over. Oh, you do that place. shit too. I do. This shit. Yeah, she, it's gonna be a lot of that shit. We gonna have to edit that shit. I'm gonna keep it back. I'm gonna keep it back here. <laughs> We're going to have to edit a lot of that shit out because she's going to be click-clacking all over the motherfucking place. But, um, yeah, all of the feedback that y'all gave us, all of the support we received, we appreciate it. 
Hopefully, we'll have video coming soon to y'all. Just bear with us um, for the next maybe two to three weeks until we can get that out to y'all. But until then, tune in. You'll hear a lot of outlandish outtakes, a lot of turn me up thoughts. So hopefully, we won't have to talk about fucking police brutality next week. Next week, Please. we probably won't have to talk about it. Next if we month, do though. next week, it's gonna be a ratchet conversation. I'm yeah. gonna be drunk. Yeah, shit gonna shit gonna get real, but. It's gonna be a happy time next week, so we ain't gonna talk about the fuck niggas. Fuck twelve, except for Tom Brady. <laughs> On that note, it's the Turn Me Up podcast. I'm Jesus Two One Six. I'm Shella. Snooty Fox. We out.